0: What outcomes are most important to you right now? Professional success? Money? Just getting that project done on time? And what are you willing to sacrifice to obtain these outcomes? This is a cautionary episode against this single-minded pursuit of outcomes. I'm Sharif Yunus with Dr. Kevin Majors. This is The Golden Hour. All right, it's July 20th here. Sharif Yunus with Dr. Kevin Majors, ready to talk some optimal work. So we have, well, we've been working on some very interesting stuff the last uh, couple weeks on primarily the topic of today's episode, which is outcomes and a focus on outcomes. And we had a great question, from a session that we did a while ago on schemas and frustration. And so maybe we can just introduce this topic by going to that question. How's that sound, Kevin?
1: Sounds uh, great to me. It <clears throat> was okay. a great question.
0: Yeah. So the so this question is from a musician. And so the question is, there's a little background. With my honed ability to set up conditions for focus and flow through use of Work. I know I could absolutely learn to be just as happy and provide just as much service to the music world and maybe to those around me, arguably more, being, say, a world-class middle school level music educator. So why go for the Rolls Royce of jobs, a tenured position in a major orchestra, over being a middle school level music educator, if not for the increased paycheck status, etc.? if you posit that there's a lot of service in most careers and that you can do them with love and that you can learn to focus and attain flow in most of them, then why choose one over another if it's not for the increased paycheck, prestige, et cetera. So great question. Yeah. So, okay. So let's, so the basic idea is, you know, if, what should determine our career choice, which is actually a question that we've gotten a lot um, in, in other er, venues is, is, yeah, do you have career advice? I mean, it's kind of related to that. Maybe that's something we can get into as well. Um, but so if, because if, part of our philosophy is that any work, you can find opportunities for service, you can reframe it. So you can always see it as an opportunity for growth, practice, learning, service. So if that's the case, then why choose one thing over another? It seems like once you say everything you can do with the spirit of service, then the only distinguishing factor would be money, prestige, et cetera. So then, so how do you respond to that? Kevin?
1: I think it's it's a fantastic question. Uh, and it really gets to the core, I think of the vision. We have an optimal work of what work can be. So like our ultimate goal for people, is to help them uh, be able to bring their highest ideals into each hour of work. So we train people how to work for, especially motives of love and service. Love is the ideal of all ideals. It's, it's the ultimate um, source of meaning. Uh, and love shows itself for in, inside of us through growth and outside of us through service. So, you know, that we, in, in fact, those two things become the same thing so that we, uh, the more we try to serve, the more we can grow. And the more we grow, the more available or able we are to serve. So there's this dynamic between growth and service, right. you know, and so, and, the, and that's exactly what this question gets to uh, in, in, in my mind is hmm. what kind of goals in your career would most allow you to grow and to serve. And if a person were to set a very low goal for himself or herself, then they would face um, a harder time challenging themselves and growing. And without that positive momentum of growth, then it seems like they could easily lower their sights also for service.
0: So you want to be, so so how, yeah um, how does that answer this question so all
1: right so i think that what so if a person is um uh okay let's talk let's take a step back and then we'll come back to answer it okay so cool. let's talk about outcomes okay okay attaining a certain job getting into a certain school uh the those are particular outcomes that people can have that they aim for and uh outcomes are very tricky, right? Because almost as soon as you set an outcome for yourself, Mm -hmm. you are setting yourself to serve it. And so you then start looking around at what can I do to attain it and trying to control everything to attain greater certainty of the outcome. Mm -hmm. So the more a person is attached to an outcome, they become the slave of it. Right. So they be, they become some, so everything becomes attaining this outcome. Right. And so that is the problem of attachment. And if you get attached to an outcome and the problem is that our left brain is inherently attached to outcomes because what it does is it sees the entire world as something to be controlled to attain certainty of getting outcomes. So it's obsessed with control because it's obsessed with certainty because it gets obsessed with outcomes and how many people really live in such a way that constantly they're fretting about something, you know, because it's uncertain that they'll be able to do it or they're struggling with another person they're trying to control, but they can't control. And it's all because they've been captured by outcomes that they are seeking.
0: So that, so frustration would be one kind of sign of an outcome. We did a session on frustration. Well, you that you're focused on outcomes and then something yes. is kind of inhibiting your ability to obtain that.
1: Yeah. And so when people get frustrated, you know, in attaining outcomes, uh, the more aversive they find that frustration mm-hmm. because they're more attached to the outcome, uh, the lower their frustration tolerance gets. They get super frustratable. Well, then what happens to them is that they try controlling more and more. They try having more and more certainty to avoid frustration.
0: Mm
1: And, and, in, in, in in the end, they uh, get stuck, you know, almost continually frustrated and dissatisfied and complaining. And that's all because everything was serving an outcome that they couldn't actually attain. But I would say it's perhaps even worse when they're successful. Mm. And so um, I, you know, the, the mentoring program we have is here in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and we have um, a lot of experience with people who got great outcomes all the time. Yeah. Now success in attaining outcomes gives you this kind of satisfaction, which is also addictive. So you get satisfied. So like when the students learn that they got into Harvard or MIT, they get this great immense satisfaction because they perhaps have been aiming for that for years. Mm -hmm. But then it just dissipates. And now there's another outcome to attain, you know, and it just keeps going. And then, but the thing is these, there's so many of them, are such great workers that they keep attaining outcomes, but the more they attain it, the more it keeps moving, and the more in some sense they get addicted or like in to satisfaction. So frustration can trap you, but satisfaction also traps you. And you think about people who are extremely successful, and you see that their lives are often showing that they have been totally captured by an outcome. They are not happy people who are at the top many times. You know, because they sacrificed so much for the sake of the outcome. So I think that's actually the, the real, like the key word is sacrifice. Yeah. Is what are you willing to sacrifice to obtain this outcome? Okay. And, and it should never be that you're willing to sacrifice people in your life.
0: So, okay. So the sign that you're captured by an outcome is, well, frustration repeat a satisfaction but then the key thing you said is sacrifice so maybe we could just get into a little bit um because how what's the proper if not to be driven by outcomes what should you be how should you be setting goals what should be motivating you
1: see i think that this is the 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 question of sincerity Mm -hmm. okay so there is no shortcut to happiness that doesn't go i mean you have to actually be sincere about what you're seeking. And so there's no, and that work of sincerity, uh, means, are you willing to sacrifice this outcome or any outcome for the sake of the people you love, Mm -hmm. the people that you actually have duty to, you know, that, that the people who rely on you. And so it could be your spouse, it could be your children, it could be your parents, it could be your coworkers and friends, but, are you willing to sacrifice any given outcome if love required it? And if people were actually like sincere with themselves, then they could safely aim for any outcome. Cause as long as you have sincerity with yourself, you can actually aim for any outcome and it doesn't, it doesn't trap you you know and so you don't end up serving the outcome and sacrificing things for it so when people are sacrificing life for attaining an outcome they're insincere Mm -hmm. they haven't actually admitted to themselves what they're doing they're just usually going along with what the momentum was the momentum of their career the momentum of their college there's just a kind of momentum yes and it's always just okay attaining the next step attaining the next step and then people sometimes you see this in doctors, you know, after they finally go to residency that, you know, they had been on essentially a, like a 24 year tunnel <laughs> that started yeah. at kindergarten, yeah. you know, and and now they come out of it and it's like, okay. And now they have like, what do I do? But then there's yeah. many of them just stay in academics and there's just another track yeah. and they spend another 24 years as you know, getting to the professor level. Yeah. So, but there's always the next outcome to be obtained, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a logic in whatever, place you're working or in school there's a logic that supports you just sacrificing everything to serve that outcome and you have to have sincerity with yourself to resist that
0: yeah and ultimately that means you don't really have control over what you're doing because it's you're kind of following a a path that's been charted for you
1: yes exactly and so i think that if you uh so part of The lack of control can be, and when you feel it, it's a great moment for sincerity
0: Mm -hmm.
1: where you have to, when an outcome gets threatened, instead of rigidly doubling down on it, you have to ask yourself, do I really need this? Mm -hmm. You know, particularly like if you have a person who's married and their marriage is now on the rocks because of their job, well, in my mind, that is completely backwards. Any outcome in your career is for the sake of being able to better love and serve your family. yeah. And so to, and, you know, the, uh, the purpose of wealth of any kind, you know, I think is to be able to support the family, you know, that you can support. So the, you don't want to be sacrificing family for career outcomes, or, Uh, like salary outcomes or things like that. Uh, Yeah, I think the control issue is interesting. Um, Many times when people are trying to like, that's the first sign that they've been captured by an outcome is that they're like trapped, trying to control all these things they can't really control and they're being increasingly frustrated.
0: So, okay. So Kevin, so we know that outcomes are dangerous and that you have to be willing to sacrifice them for the sake of service yeah. and the ultimate point of, of what your life actually yeah. is all about. So, but when are outcomes good or like how should we go about actually setting outcome-based exactly. goals? So when should I say, I want to get into this better music school or whatever?
1: Yeah. So the question is how could that outcome bring out the best in you? If that outcome can bring out the best in you, then go for it. And so if it starts bringing out the worst in you, you've gotten attached and now you're serving it. So if a person is reframing the steps along the way and saying, okay, how could I really do this? Well, how could I optimally grow in pursuing this? Well, we want people, I think, to have very high ambition because ambition ends up serving generosity. Rather than just living for yourself and for self-satisfaction, having a great sense of ambition, you can make you wanting to make a bigger impact and serve the world and to serve the people in it that you love. So but it requires this kind of sincerity and generosity to keep the whole context, the big picture of what does really matter in life. But what outcomes can do is they can help us to get in shape. They can help us to give more of ourselves in each hour. You know that we're trying to write the best paper possible. We're trying to do a great presentation. You know, and so you can view each of these as a, as an opportunity for you to grow and learn and practice, and that would bring out the best in you. And the more you grow, the more able you are to love and serve others, because that growth is deepening. You know, your growth long, it's always along the line of ideals. You know, and so if you can use the outcome. To shape yourself, you know, if you can, if you can see that the real point of this is that you grow and that you serve, that you be able to essentially, uh, you know, like be the best that you can be uh, according to your highest ideals. Then the outcome will be great. And then if the outcome slips from you, instead of getting frustrated, you just get to reset it with sincerity. Okay, maybe this is I have to let this go, and this is a new way of growing. And now there are other ways for me to grow to be, but to always prioritize people over projects, you know, to be looking at the people in your life rather than attaining this or that particular outcome. So the problem is outcomes are very left brain. That's what the left brain does is it focuses on this particular outcome taken out of context yeah. with no relation to people. And it that just was- becomes about problem solving it and getting it done.
0: I was just about to ask, how does this fit into the left brain, right? Exactly. brain
1: Paradigm yeah the right brain is always putting things in the bigger context mm-hmm. so just this question of you know am i willing to sacrifice this for the you know to be a, available for my family that's the kind of right brain orienting question
0: mm-hmm. that
1: puts things back in perspective but it should be that there is this willingness to sacrifice outcomes if we need to to forget about ourselves to give our very best but Aiming for outcomes actually allows you to do that. So, you know, ideally, outcomes are serving ideals. They're not an end in themselves. So the left brain takes the outcome and just turns it into an end and puts everything into attaining it. With the right brain, you don't lose the forest for the tree. You end up being able to re-see the whole, see how it fits together. And that actually makes you free, that you're not trapped by the outcome. And if it doesn't work out, there's another way of attaining that growth. And it may be that you don't get into this program, you don't get into that, you know, this opportunity, you don't get, but if really you were serving, if that outcome is serving something else, you can flexibly adapt it. So flexibility comes from being able to just put things in a bigger context. Okay, the whole of my life, you know, or you could ask, you know, in a hundred years, what does this matter? That's a great context question, you know, that some saints would ask, it's like, okay, in the big picture, you know, in a hundred years, does this matter at all? Ultimately in a hundred years, The legacy that people leave are the the people that they impacted that they left behind. So not the projects. Very rarely would you have a project last a hundred years, you know. But people, yes.
0: Are you big on uh, thinking about legacy? I
1: I think that if again, if a, a legacy can be an outcome, yeah. But it could also bring out the best in you, yeah. You know, and particularly if you see that the real impact is generally through your family and the people that you really nurture and help to grow. That's how you have, that's the the ultimate legacy is always familial.
0: Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, Kevin, that's, that's all we got for, for today. Any, any last thoughts you want to add before we close this session?
1: The, I would say just to make sure we get back to answer the, the, the question, yeah. you know, is that, um, aiming high is wonderful if it actually helps you grow more, as long as you also have the flexibility to sacrifice it at, in the moment if you need to. Mm-hmm. So, and that ability comes down to sincerity and generosity. So if you can be sincere and generous, really trying to give your best in life, trying to let, um, you know, see how what can you give the world what's the best and most beautiful things that you can give it but ultimately it's going to be the service to the people in your life and so i would say it's just it takes sincerity and generosity in each case to answer that question well
0: awesome thanks right. so much kevin
1: all right thank you sharif
0: okay we'll be back next week take care Well, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to check out optimwork.com for a set of online tools to help you engage challenge in your life. See you next week.